Hello. Welcome. This is Legend. I'm Sam. I'm Amy. And we are a podcast about cryptids, urban legends, and the paranormal. And you didn't see my eyes move to the side this time because you're... They didn't move, though. They moved well, a little bit. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I have it straight center now. <laughs> but you were looking at me, and then you looked over. Uh, true, because you are to the side of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I apologize to anyone that may hear weird booming noises or loud laughter or yelling of some sort on this recording because my neighbors <laughs> are having a pre-memorial weekend party i guess well on that note i will also apologize because my <laughs> son keeps coming out of his room <laughs> and pissing off the dogs every time he does so also my husband is playing on the oculus with some friends mm. And I've heard him a few times. So if you hear him in the background. Doesn't anybody understand that we're trying to record today? I know. I told him um, when I was getting ready to record, I was like, okay, I'm getting ready to record. And he was like, do you need me to do anything? And I was like, just stay out and be quiet. (laughs) I liked your little butt thing. (laughs) My butt thing? You were both. I don't know what you were doing, but I looked away and then I looked back and you were just like, your butt was like this in the air before you stood up. <laughs> oh, it was because I leaned over to double check that it, my phone wasn't over on this side. And then uh, I just kind of had to crawl out because I have the chair pushed so far <laughs> to the table. Yeah, I was like, where are you recording? In the living room, just on the opposite side, the couch is over there oh because Lindsay has this puzzle on this table and she has it pushed all the way to the couch and i don't want to fuck with moving it right i brought my fancy new floor chair in here which feels great i like it it's nice and floor chair you just need a chair yeah i do (laughs) (laughs) you need a chair with legs mine has. i have one in my amazon cart that I keep looking at because I'm like do I want this one because see I'm just really scared that it's not going to be comfortable Mm. but Mm. I'm an impulse buyer which is weird for me but it I've literally been looking at chairs for the last however long it's been since this broke and I have not I am scared that it's not going to be comfy that is I've just sitting it so much yeah but you also have to make sure it has support. <laughs> well, I di- I took your advice and I've been looking at the mesh ones. So this one that's in my cart has a mesh back, but it also has a really wide seat. So this one has a wide seat and I really like it because I just, I don't know. I feel like I have room to like wiggle. <laughs> so that yeah. one has the mesh back in a wide seat and a memory foam cushion so I'm like it sounds good I don't know I'm just really like "Mm, what if it's not though (laughs) I don't know from sitting on this couch which when you come you will know how terrible this couch is (laughs) 
<laughs> from sitting on the couch, I must have messed up like my hip alignment or something because now I need like hip support. If I sit on something for too long, my like hips just, they just feel awful. It's not, not a good time. We're old. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Well, are you ready for this story I've got for you? I am ready. So it's kind of different. I wanted to look into the urban legends surrounding chain letters. Okay. I guess it's more of a superstition than an urban legend. But I think that superstitions fall under our category of being a weird shit podcast. There you go. Yeah, I agree. So I'm going to do it. So have you ever been involved with the distribution of a chain letter? I guess because I've received them. I've read them. I've never sent any or forwarded them to anybody, but (laughs) I know that they exist. (laughs) Okay. Well, remember that because we might be changing your mind about that answer. Okay. Okay. So what is a chain letter? Well, according to Donald Watrous, chain letters are letters which promise a phenomenal return on a small effort. This is just a snippet of his definition, but I feel like you don't need the rest of it at this moment. We are just getting the (laughs) basics down. All right. (laughs) Uh, We'll get all technical and into math later. Math. That sounds scary. (laughs) Oh, it's scary. (laughs) So there's this guy named Daniel W. Van Arsdale. He is the MVP of chain letters. He has collected over 900 paper chain letters and created a digital archive for our browsing pleasure. Ooh. (laughs) He also has written a huge treatise on the web that has 61,000 words about chain letters. Wow. Yes. I copied the entire thing and pasted it into a document so I could get a word count because I just couldn't, I I was amazed by how many words there were. (laughs) (laughs) So needless to say, a lot of this info is going to be coming from him. I'll have all of his links posted in case someone needs some light reading. (laughs) Light. I am honestly in shock about how old the first chain letter document is. I want you to try to guess. Mm. Guess like a year, not like how long ago. Okay, I'm going to say 1837. No, no, no. You're way off. Okay. It it is so much further. (laughs) Oh, it is BC further what (laughs) it's the freaking egyptian book of the dead what yeah so it's not exactly a chain letter i was gonna say what if you go if you go by the definition the watchers gave uh it it is it tells reader to make copies of a certain image and if you do that then you will benefit here and in heaven If you don't, it says, the man who knows not this picture shall never be able to repulse the serpent, serpent, Nahara. 
which if I remember correctly, which I probably don't from random like history channel things, Mm -hmm. if you repulse Nahara, you go to their heaven. If not, it swallows you into hell, I think. But I also have a very strong imagination. Where's this image? (laughs) Uh, I need to see it. (laughs) Go get the Book of the Dead. (laughs) So the next oldest one that Van Arstel has come across is this 8th century Japan thing called a Daharani. Uh, Definitely didn't say that right, but it's spelled D-H-A-R-A-N-I. It Mm. tells the reader to copy the text and put it in a pagoda, which is a tiered tower used for religious stuff, kind of like a church. If the reader did all that, it would expel their evil karma. Oh. Yeah. Need to do that, too. (laughs) I was was actually going to say that. I was like, I need to do that. Yep. Then the next example comes from just prior or during medieval times, it's unclear. Uh, it is called a letter from heaven. It's said to be act- an actual message from Jesus that either oh. drifted down from the skies or was written in his blood. Mm, big difference. <laughs> yeah. In these letters, it instructs to do some things a bit different. They wanted to switch Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday, have them fast five Fridays a year, and my favorite, not gather vegetables on Sunday. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, For those that did what the letters asked, they would receive protection. From the devil? Mm, I don't know. From evil sins, the devil... Not going to hell, you know, those sort of protections. Their okay. house doesn't burn down. I don't know. That'd be nice. <laughs> In 1975, an English version started circulating, sitting, sitting, citing. There's too many T's there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the same, but a bit more scary about what would happen if you don't. Mm. I mean, it is English. This is a quote from it. He that publisheth it to others (laughs) shall be blessed of me. And though his sins be in number as the stars of the sky, and he believe in this, he shall be pardoned. And if he believe not in this writing and this commandment, I will send my plagues upon him and consume both him and his children and his cattle. (laughs) <laughs> oh you're just uh, hitting him hard <laughs> the english always have to make it scarier but what like, if you don't have cattle i don't know your goats doesn't say so you're gonna go after my cat <laughs> probably when this was brought to america superstitious soldiers would keep a copy of this on them and many families would print and frame it to try to protect themselves from natural disasters Aww. That's kind of sad. <laughs> That's just a couple examples. I guess it's a few, not a couple, of what <laughs> kind of started the idea of chain letters. The end of the 19th century and since is really where they have thrived. So 
now we're going to turn our attention to the 19th and 20th century. Van Arsdale calls these letters motivational and has them broken down into categories that we're going to briefly discuss. Alrighty. I'll also give you some examples. So those are fun. I made sure that I picked like random ones and I would read like the first couple words, but I didn't read the whole thing because I wanted to see how funny they were in person. (laughs) (laughs) I love doing that. Yeah. (laughs) He uh, also has this fun chart that kind of shows what years each type was popular and how it kind of fades out when the next type gets introduced. I'll post like a screen grab of it with our images because it is very interesting to look at. So the first in the, in the motivational letters was for protection. The letters from heaven fall into this category. Mm. If you do what they ask, they protect you from some shape or form. So I'm not giving you an example since we already did that. But the next we have charity. This type would request money or some type of item, blankets, shoes, toothbrushes, etc., to be sent seemingly for charity political or memorial purposes uh and not always sometimes it was for bad people yeah (laughs) so this is an example of charity dear friend will you kindly help a heartbroken father and two mothers in an effort to find their loved ones by writing three copies of this letter and sending them over your own signature to three friends and making the same request of them, and so on, forming this endless chain. If you will give this letter to the newspapers in your town, you will aid greatly in giving it worldwide circulation. And then this one has information about a Miss Florence Eli and her nephew Frank Eli Rogers that disappeared from their home uh, in 1901. Wow. It gives like details about that, but we aren't talking about that. So I'm not going to talk at all. But so that would be like one requesting help. I don't really see how it's like charity because they're not asking them to give them an item, but that's how he had them categorized, I guess. (laughs) I don't. So I was thinking like, you know, those letters where they're like, send me money. But then I was thinking, so how, why? would somebody want a chain letter to get popular well there's tons of reasons like that one they want to try to find their their friend their whatever (laughs) that one i understand i mean that's like when we post up missing things on facebook anymore you know like help help find this person but what i'm saying is when it's fraudulent and not real what are they benefiting like how are they benefiting like the people that faked it yeah well we'll get into that okay (laughs) i mean there's so many more different kinds you'll kind of answer that (laughs) okay (laughs) so the next one is religion These were more to promote religious beliefs, causes, or practices. You didn't really get anything except for the satisfaction of sharing your religion with others. But hey, at least they weren't asking for money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, 
this kind of merges with another section that has like prayer chains, but Van Arsdale says that they're extremely different. But this example he had under religion was say a little prayer for each of the five persons listed below, then add your name at the bottom and strike the name from the top. Mail letter to any five persons. Within a week, prayers will be bringing you health and happiness. Warning, disaster is likely to strike if you break the chain. Ooh, threat. Oh, it has a little example. In Anniston, Alabama, prayers brought a new mother, a fine doctor who treated her without charge. But in Chattanooga, auto mechanic who broke the chain stumbled over a tool and ended up in the hospital with a cracked skull. Ouch. (laughs) Man, should have shared that damn chain letter. Should have, yeah. So then we have advocacy. These promote a cause, not religion related, and didn't ask for money either. They usually included petitions and announcements or invitations. This one, I only read the first line of, and I was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So this one says, dear Grace, but it would probably be dear whoever. You are cordially invited to a mystery cocktail party in honor of someone you know. It will be a most unusual and amusing one ever held in new york make two copies of this letter immediately and mail them to two friends be sure that your friends will not recognize your handwriting and that they are the type that will pass the letter on and thus keep the chain going please do not mail any letters after april 22nd sign your initials below those of the others and above Do not talk about sending or receiving this letter. This invitation is good for you and a single friend. Have it with you and present it for admission on Saturday, blah, blah, blah. P.S. In case you should be unable to attend, please do not end the chain. I wonder, like, why? I don't know, but I want to go to this event. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) sounds like a secret society i wish there was more to it that like talked about like a hundred people showed up to this event and there was nothing (laughs) that's what i imagine because you're just inviting random people at that point pretty much so the next one and the one i have seen the most is luck These appeal primarily to superstition, promising good luck if the reader participates and bad luck if they don't. Prayer chains are also in this category. They will start with a Bible verse, ask the reader to pray for one or everyone on the list, and then mail it off. If they don't, Mm -hmm. their prayers will never be answered, which is kind of like the religion example, Mm -hmm. but I did just pick at random. But he did have them separated in categories from his 900 plus different letters. Wow. (laughs) So, dear Liz, you touched this letter, so you have to keep it. Send this to seven people, no boys. Within five days, this task must be completed. On the fifth day, drink five glasses of water and say your crush's name or the name of someone you love very much. (laughs) 
<laughs> by the 11th day, your crush will ask you out or say, I heart sign you. This game has been played since 1887. It has worked for many people for many years. From Jessica. P.S. You can't give it to the original person. Good luck and don't forget to try. I was expecting some prayers. <laughs> Not that. No, no, no. This is just regular luck. I skipped over all the prayer chain ones because we had already yeah. had religion and I wanted to get something funny. <laughs> <laughs> so up next is money, which to me as a former bank employee sounds like the start of some scams we have today. Mm -hmm. Basically, it urged participants to send money to one or more prior senders, claiming that one can also benefit if enough copies are distributed. We will get more into this later and why it just doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. It will include the demon math I told you about. <sighs> so I'm not giving you an example for this one because we're going to be talking about it a whole bunch more later. So you'll definitely get the idea. <laughs> so then there's parody. It is what it sounds like making fun of other types of letters and their methods of circulating the requests for copies might not have intended to be serious but often still got circulated because they're <laughs> kind of funny so this example i again i just read the first four words and i was like yes <laughs> man's paradise chain letter <laughs> okay Unlike most chain letters, this is one that does not cost any money. Simply send a copy of this letter to five male friends, then bundle up your wife and send her to the fellow at the top of the list. When your name comes to the top of the list, you will receive 6,718 women. Have faith. Do not break the chain. One man broke the chain and got his wife back. Oh, my God. <laughs> That is hilarious. Oh, I like it. That is funny. I would have definitely passed it on. That was funny. So then we have exchange. This one is like the money type where they ask you to send a small item of value to one or more participants and promises that after so many copies were made, you would also receive many little gifts. Mm. So the example... This club was started to increase apron supply. Make five copies of this card, omit top name, and send her an apron. Sign your name and mail within two days. Sign your name to apron. You will receive 25 aprons. <laughs> ah, aprons. Why do you want so many aprons? <laughs> I don't know. Because you want, you know, to try to wear one every single day in a month. Mm -hmm. you're a clean freak yeah then we have last one world record letters these promise that if they had enough participants they could make it to the record books and all participants would get recognition no <laughs> <laughs> so this one says would you like to help kids who started this letter in 1996 if the chain isn't broken until spring of 2006, it will be put in the Guinness Book of World Records, along with all the kids that took part in it. Nobody has broken the chain yet. Bullshit. Please mm -hmm. don't be the one who breaks the chain. 
All you have to do is write or type this letter and send it by mail. The reason you must send it by mail is because the post office is monitoring who broke the chain. Sure they are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As you can see, the mail is free. Just write Guinness Book of World Records for Children where you put the stamp. You have four days to send this to seven people under the age of 16. The day you receive this letter is the one of your four days. In a few days, you will receive a letter thanking you for your part in this chain. That sounds like it could lead to some child sex trafficking or something. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. That sounded very weird. That's for sure. Yeah, under 16 put Guinness, I don't know. And then they're putting their address on it. Like, I don't know. That just sounds weird. (laughs) Well, I mean, it could be. It could be. It's also definitely bullshit. The mail isn't going to be like, oh, you don't need a stamp. Yeah, for real. (laughs) From the letters Van Arsdale has managed to collect, the most popular by far is luck letters. With exchange and money a few hundred behind. The lowest was the world record. He doesn't even have any that aren't from this century, which I'm guessing isn't true because when I went back to get those letters, there were definitely some from like the 90s and such. So So, when you said chain letters, I was thinking about emails there are we'll get to that yeah okay because i've never (laughs) received an actual letter we're just talking about the 19th and 20th century right now so in the 90s there were some emails that started going around but those really weren't too popular until the 21st century so okay we'll get there (laughs) he does say that his numbers aren't very reliable for seeing which one is the most popular because many families would keep the prayer chain postcards and then like family members would eventually get rid of them after they passed or no longer needed them. Mm -hmm. A lot of them at auctions and such. So that explains why luck is so high. However, there is another interesting thing I found by looking at his chart. I did some math of my own and found that between 1935 and 39, there were a lot of letters circulated like they were the most on his little chart Hmm. it might have something to do with people like getting super desperate throughout the great depression oh i could see that it could be i did read that there was an extremely popular send a dime letter circulating local post offices reported record-breaking mail volume in May of 1935, the U.S. Post Office declared the send a dime letters a violation of regulations and shut it down. Oh, why? We'll get into that, too. All right. <laughs> there was one guy that seemed to make a good amount off of the send a dime. His name was Guy Harpool. He was a grocery store worker. He made it like his job to make sure like these letters kept circulating and such. And Hmm. he ended up making around $400, which according to the article I was reading, 
would be close to 7,500 in 2020. Damn. But I used an inflation calculator and it said closer to 85,000 today. So that is a whole other issue I don't want to talk about because it's depressing (laughs) as well. (laughs) Fun times. (laughs) Oh, totally. How fun these last few years have been. Speaking of depression, <laughs> let's talk about the other part of Watrous's, Watrous's chain letter definition. It is the simplest form of a chain letter contains a list of X amount of people. You are supposed to send something to the top person on the list. Then you remove the top person on the list, sliding the second person into that top position, add yourself to the bottom position then make Y amount of copies of the letter and mail them to your friends. The promise is that you will eventually get Y to the X power somethings in return. (laughs) Okay. Now, he gets a little technical with the math and I don't want to mess it up translating it to you. So I'm just going to keep reading his article. (laughs) So he says, now let's assume that everyone on the list is honest and just perpetuating the chain. Then if everyone on the list has made five copies, you are one of five to the fifth power or 3,125 people receiving copies in your generation of the letter. So far, the numbers don't seem outlandish. And looking the other way, you stand to get postcards from 3,125 people. That doesn't seem impossible either, but view it as the chain you're in the middle of, and there will be 5 to the 11th power, or 48,828,125 people receiving copies in that generation of the letter keep thinking you know if everybody's honest they really Mm -hmm. did everything if distribution were confined to the united states there wouldn't be enough people left who hadn't already received the copy for the next generation okay it's a lot to think about (laughs) my question is why would you want that many letters well you're you have to think about it more he's using postcards but Think about it in like the send a dime scheme. Mm -hmm. So like if you sent a dime to the person and then you were expecting one dime. Yeah, you would get 3,125 dimes, right? Right. Just by that five people. Uh, But then it just. Nobody sends the dime. (laughs) Well, true. (laughs) But then it just gets like insane. So I think a lot of people look at it and they think like, well, there's five people and I'm sending out five letters. So that means I'll get 25 of something, right? Like one of those Mm -hmm. letters actually said, but they're not thinking of it as like the chain, like keeps going and going and going. And I think it's just people get caught up in thinking how easy it is for 25 people to do something and you benefit from it Mm -hmm. but it's also very hard for my ADHD brain to explain how I 
understand what he's saying. <laughs> uh, I was definitely never the show your work type. So <laughs> I get it, but I can't tell you how I get it. So hopefully it's just up in that noggin. Yeah. Hopefully other people get it. Do you get it? <laughs> I do. I do. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you are self-proclaimed bad at math. So if you get it, everybody gets it. It is slightly confusing. <laughs> and I am terrible at math. Uh, I did draw a picture. Uh, I discarded the picture because I'm not very good at proportioning things, but I made like a little chain and I put like me at the top. Like if I'm the person starting the letter and then I put out like little branches, branches of five <laughs> and then five off of that and then five off of that. And like within the first three levels, there was no more room. Yep. <laughs> it was crazy. But anyway, let's talk about how despite the odds, the chain letters were still getting sent all over the place. So according to Van Arsdale, there were a few main ways, but I'm only going to talk about two of them because one of them doesn't really apply to the type of letters we're discussing. The first way is the use of ambiguity and obfuscation to deal with questions. So like, does passing the letter avoid bad luck? Does distribution after deadline bring bad luck? Mm -hmm. Is the letter from, I don't understand this example of his, but is the letter from Catholic or Protestant source? <laughs> I think that probably has to do with the religious ones. The religious ones, ones yeah. And then second, the assemblage of complementary testimonials. So like that one had, uh, such as one that exploits perceived good luck in one who is holding the letter for the one that's holding the letter and another that exploits perceived bad luck or one that motivates an office supervisor to comply. Another that would motivate subordinates to comply. Hmm. So like really playing the field there right like going back and forth so to me this makes me think about what happens when there is like a what if scenario just in general with unanswered questions your brain kind of gets a little twitchy <laughs> kind of curious and ultimately a little paranoid and mm -hmm. in the testimonials like george snuffleupagus got a brand new car for a half price after he mailed out five letters George or, <laughs> <laughs> or Penny Petunia was hit by a car and went to hell for not forwarding hers. <laughs> Ugh, I hate that stuff. <laughs> uh, then you get to the point where you're like, what's the harm in just sending the letter just in case <laughs> just a couple dollars in postage and stationery. But that was more for the time of the physical letter. So what happened to the chain letters in the 21st century? <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, a couple of things. The post office has a little bit to say about it. Chain letters don't work. What's more, if you mail chain letters, you could be committing a federal crime. Ooh. The same law that prohibits lotteries applies to chain letters as well. So yes, you heard that right. It violates state and federal mail fraud and lottery laws. Wow. That is why they stopped it. 
that the dime thing they stopped that mm-hmm. i think that they are mostly concerned with like the money or exchange chain letters mm-hmm. so what about all the others well they have had a little bit of a makeover I know anyone that had an email in the early 2000s to now (laughs) knows that they didn't stop. They just changed form. Instead of having to copy a paper and mail it out, all you had to do was hit forward from funny little stories that told you to forward it to 10 friends to get good news a week later. Send this picture of a bear to five friends to let them know you care. Mm-hmm. All the way to, if you want your secret admirer to come talk to you, send this to f- 10 of your girlfriends <laughs> yep. within 24 hours, and then you'll find out who they are. Uh, they were everywhere. If I still had access to my first email, I bet I could find a whole bunch in my archives. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> now, I want to give you another chain letter definition that I found in an article from the Smithsonian Magazine. They are defined broadly as messages designed to be passed on for alternatively self-serving, altruistic, or nefarious purposes. So does that kind of change the idea of a chain letter a little for you? Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I read that and I instantly thought of social media posts. Yup. All of those emails you used to get are all over social media and slowly evolving into other forms as well, such as have you ever dot, dot, dot tag 10 friends to see who has done more Mm -hmm. or the absolute worst. This makes me so mad. No one cares about me. Blah, blah, blah. If you made it to the end of this post, thanks for being a true friend. Share this to your page to see who truly cares. Yep. (laughs) I hate those so much. They drive me insane. (laughs) I've seen so many posts like that now. I just scroll to the end if someone has bad news and I'm like, oh, okay, I can read the whole thing now. (laughs) I don't. If it says you're not a true friend or only my true friends will share right at the beginning, I'm just not reading it. Half of them don't put it at the beginning. There are several posts that I have seen from someone very particular in my head that I'm not going to call out (laughs) that always starts out with like, I need prayers because my life isn't good right now and all this stuff is going on. And then it like lists like exact stuff, like my house burnt down or something like that. And then you get to the end and it's like, just kidding, but I'm glad to see you care and you kept reading. I hate. Oh, that would drive me insane. I haven't come across very many of those. Oh, I, I have. It's almost always the same person. <laughs> Betty Bolaris from Smithsonian says, those aren't the kind that are being perpetuated in this climate. She was referring to Van Arsdale's list. Right. He continues, it's more of a bolstering of the spirit or appealing to something that everybody's doing now, like cooking. (laughs) Okay. I would probably classify like the ice bucket challenge, the Tide Pod challenge, all the dance videos, or I'm going to post one reason why I love blah, blah, blah every day for a week post as chain Mm -hmm. letters nowadays. Yeah. 
even though a lot of these things have stopped outright saying you have to participate, it still feels like if you want to fit in or be accepted, your participation is strongly suggested. Mm -hmm. So now we know a bit about chain letters. I really think that they symbolize a type of hope. Like, I mean, what is a superstition but doing something in the hopes that something else will or won't happen? Right. That's all it really boils down to. When you're participating in chain letters, whether it be money or exchange, the religion, the weirdness of social media today, it all comes back to hope. Hope that you get some money back or items hope that you change someone's life by introducing them to your religion hope that people won't ridicule you and think you're a badass instead Mm -hmm. so sam have you ever participated in a chain letter now yeah actually on (laughs) facebook (laughs) i told you i did the ice bucket challenge you know what's funny about that Hmm. matt and i did it Probably because you tagged me, probably. I don't know. But uh, I only ever posted Matt's because he, the way he filmed mine, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't even like want to post mine because I'm just a self-conscious person. Same. But I just, I mean, I for anything like that, you know, medical problems, you know, any in that realm like they always get me but so I always want to help how I mean it brought attention to it did a, that's uh, what I was thinking when I did it was that it's just bringing attention to it but it didn't really do I anything mean, there, <laughs> there were some people that were starting like donations and all of that a little for bit, it yeah and they were using the ice bucket challenge as like while they were talking about donating but I mean honestly like the regular person yeah, wasn't no. doing that. No, they were just doing it to participate because yeah. their friends were doing it. Yeah. Speaking from experience. <laughs> Except I didn't post mine. <laughs> well, like I got out my big fancy camera and it was like my first like video recording with it because I don't do videos. Mm-hmm. And I made Matt look freaking bomb. And then he I told him like to frame mine up and he didn't really frame it up very well and (laughs) I don't like the angle or the position of the camera yeah no I get it I still have it somewhere I'm sure but I came across mine because I was looking for um other photos from back then and I came across the video I just cringe because I was like I can't believe I posted that for everyone to see (laughs) but I thought I was doing like a good thing you know like bringing awareness to it so and I mean I also have participated in the like whatever month of being thankful for Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and I get tagged in a lot of stuff sorry to call you out mother but my mom (laughs) tags me in a lot of like 10 days of post a picture (laughs) without saying anything yeah you know and then you tag somebody and I don't ever do those anymore. I've, but I'd done a few when they first started going around. Oh yeah. Like but. in the early days of Facebook, I participated in things mm-hmm. like the, 
the 20 questions type of thing and then tag your friends so that oh yeah I like doing those survey thingies I still do them but at the very bottom where it's like tag somebody you think will do the survey I just literally delete that part out (laughs) of it I don't do them unless they're interesting I'll just send it to you (laughs) yeah but uh I've read a lot of well being a bank x x bank employee uh (laughs) i've they've used to send out like little articles and stuff every now and then about how uh fraudsters get your information and all that and like and go into detail about how like you put your dog's name out there your kid's name out there and they're just gonna take it oh your lucky number is 21 okay that's probably in there you know yep yep I just like, yeah, why do it? Also, I don't really care if anyone but you knows me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the, the only one that stuck around. So you could just get everything. <laughs> you get to know me and you don't get to know me and you don't get to know me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my parents already know me. They raised me. They're like, God, what is this? But <laughs> and then Lindsay lives with me, so it's all good. <laughs> That's about it. So what do you think about chain letters? I, I still don't understand the point <laughs> other than fraud for money yeah. or, and religion. I get that. Yeah. They're always trying to, you know, push that on people but um other than that like it just seems pointless to me and yeah they're kind of just man don't do them like old chain letters seem pointless to me and a waste yes. of time yes well, i mean i guess current social media things still seem pointless i just understand more how people participate in them now mm-hmm. i guess it's just like they want to see their name somewhere you know, yeah. Like, my name's on this list, and it's going to my friends. They know that I did something today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I and I also understand like posting up and share. You know, we're trying to find this person. Like, you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. That's like, cool. I, I, one hundred percent. But yeah, anything else, I don't really understand. Nah, yeah. Each their own. Yeah, if you wanna do those things do it i'm not going to (laughs) (laughs) me neither (laughs) oh actually our uh our instagram did participate in a type of chain letter not too long ago it did Mm -hmm. what (laughs) remember at the beginning of mythical may when we were tagged in someone's post about uh artists new artists that they follow yeah and they had like the little box on there and it had the people tagged on there that is technically like a chain letter type of thing and we did it we posted to our story like some odd number of artists thought, that we now follow but i thought we were just promoting them though well yeah but i mean it was a chain well, they did I- it we did it sure someone else did it like I mean, it, okay. I have that little, I don't even know what those little boxes are on Instagram. Like it has like everybody's face in it. 
<laughs> what? I don't know if it shows like people that have participated in the chat or the the challenge, the the post or whatever, or if it shows people that you tagged. Because I, again, I don't do those things. That was the first one I'd ever done. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not very tech savvy at all. <laughs> so. That's why I do the Facebook and the Instagram. <laughs> yeah and the editing (laughs) you don't want me to do those things Uh, i can comment on stuff yeah Mm -hmm. did you i know how did you see the comment on jamie's koi koi uh oh no i missed it it was adorable they were like this is my favorite or something like that you'll have to go look at it i will i just commented back and said like something about we really had fun uh getting the kids involved so oh good they know it wasn't my drawing (laughs) of course it's not your drawing it says jamie at the bottom not sam (laughs) still i assume um, it's mine (laughs) well anyway what do you guys think of chain letters have you got any that are like really interesting that we should know about because I'm down. Those things are funny. <laughs> also, we still would like your experiences with the paranormal and your experiences with cryptids and your experiences with urban legends and your experiences with other weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> Send us your stories. And you can do that at thisislegendpod at gmail.com or you can submit them to our website at thisislegendpod.com. Our website also has all of our episodes posted, our sources, and our photos, so you should check them out. Everything. Yep, everything is on there. And you can also follow us on our social medias at Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at thisislegendpod. So keep it spooky, glassy, and sassy. But most of all, keep it legendary. Bye. Adios.